Welcome to the Becoming Her podcast, where we learn to become healthy, enthusiastic, and resilient young women. Healthy defined as being prosperous and flourishing physically, mentally, and emotionally. Enthusiastic being defined as having zeal or fervor for your present and your future. And resilience being defined as having the ability to bounce back from trauma stronger than you were before. So if you are seeking personal growth in these areas, stay tuned for some helpful tips. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Becoming Her podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Very excited to be back, be in it, be ready to go. I feel like I'm so excited that we're getting back into the regular recording of things because we took a a long time, school, work, all of the good stuff, but I'm, I'm very excited that we're getting back into the rhythm of things. Same. Me too. It's good to be back, Nishia. How have you been? I have been well stressed. I've had a very busy month traveling, (laughs) Um, which is very exciting. Been traveling all over America for the past four weeks. (laughs) It's been great. I love it. I realize what I like and what I don't like. Um, I hate the cold. Fun fact. Um, And I love, love Florida because it's literally like 70 degrees and it's the 2nd of February. I am obsessed. Um, I got to see snow as well. That's exciting. In Tennessee? Right? Where were you? Did I eat? Oh, no. I said Tennessee. Yes. Tennessee, Nashville. I got to see snow. It was very exciting. That's awesome. So I want to hear all about your travel chronicles when we get off the episode, and then we might even need to do an episode just hearing about it because the farthest I have traveled recently is Destin. So I'm very Listen, jealous. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> Listen, I, I support. Destin is great. We're going to get you on a plane, though, because I thought traveling was a lot harder than it is, and it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get you on a plane. We're, we should have, like, a travel episode. Just, we really should. I support that. But how have you been? Places we say we want to travel, but you're ahead. You're a step ahead of me. (laughs) Don't worry. 2023, 2023, we can make it happen. Anything can happen in 2023. That's going to be my, my year motto. Um, so, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, how are you? Tell me what you've been up to. Anything new? Um, yes, I have started grad school. That is a new step. I graduated in January slash December. They call it December, but it was really January. And so I'm on to this next chapter and just really excited to keep studying what I love and, you know, make new friends and all of that stuff. So January and February has been pretty good and 2023 is off to a good start. So that's what's new with me. Not traveling. I haven't been traveling like you, but... Listen, you're getting... You're getting your master's, Miss Ma'am. Like that's that's in and of itself amazing. Could never be me. I'm hey, so watch it. You are an inspiration. It will be you. <laughs> <laughs> you are an inspiration. Very excited to see you get your little master's graduation thing. I don't know. I don't know what goes on, but I'm gonna be in the audience. Yes. Whenever you get your master's degree, and I'm like, yes, slay. <laughs> I, I do have to do one more recital which I'm very much looking forward to. So two years from now, we have one last chance to get it right. And then then we'll be done, done with school. 
so yes and your first recital was so amazing like best pianist ever oh in no. California. <laughs> you are way too kind not the best pianist ever I have a long way to go but I do love what I do so yes well I'm I'm glad to hear what what are we talking about today destiny what what are what are we talking about your favorite thing <laughs> this actually is my favorite thing this might be my favorite episode we've ever done so today yes. we are talking about personality. And if you were in 2020, was when the last time we recorded, it was one of our first episodes that we did when we just started the podcast was on personality types. And a lot has changed in the past three years. So when we first took the test, um, just to refresh, it's called the Myers-Briggs personality test. And so it's this test you take. There's lots of different versions where you can answer a lot of these questions and you find out based on four letters what your personality is. So when I first took it, I had basically it's the four letters. The first one is introverted or extroverted. The second one is observing or intuitive. The third one is feeling or thinking. And the last one is judging or perceiving. Yeah. So it's like the test I took is very long. Maybe like, it might take you like seven to 10 minutes to take. It's pretty long. Um, but at the end, they give you a description of your four letters based on the answers that you gave. And so when I first took the test, I mean, like for four years straight, I was introverted and not just introverted, like 80%, 84% introverted. <laughs> and so then I kind of got away from taking personality tests because I was like, ah, this is, I don't really care. I just lost interest. And then I took it again last year and it changed. Um, but first I'm going to ask Nishia. So my, my four letters were INFP. Uh, when you took the test, the last time we did this episode, what were your four letters? Mine was INFJ, and I am very sad to say that it has changed. Oh, my goodness. Okay, see, look, I didn't even know this, so we're all about to learn something new. I know that. INFJ is the what they consider, and I want to be careful what I say here because, as I've learned from previous experience, this is a very controversial topic, and if you don't get it completely right, somebody will take you out to lunch and correct you and say... <laughs> So it's not that you guys, if we listen, this is just a discussion. So if we get something wrong, feel free to correct or send a message or whatever. But it's not that deep, though. Really we're not. just having a conversation. Really we're not trying to we're not trying to preach. We're not trying to say that this is it. Really it's just not a conversation. We're not getting a degree in 16 personalities. <laughs> it's just a conversation. So the what Nishia's was is the INFJ, the advocate, which interestingly enough, According to these sites and websites, you're in the 1% of people in the world. This is like the rarest, quote unquote, Myers-Briggs personality. I was so, so unique. You still, so I mean, you still are unique. <laughs> <laughs> what has it changed to? It actually changed to INFP. I'm you. <laughs> oh my, wow. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. That is awesome. Yes. So you're still very rare. 4% of the world yeah it's still very an, an uncommon personality type so i i guess but i <laughs> okay, so. i miss 
You miss being the 1%, I know. I genuinely do. I feel like it fit my... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I feel like it fit my... I It fit me so well. Like, I related to it so much. And I still feel like for the INFP, like the meditator uh, or mediator, um, I feel like that it still, it still fits my, like, it still fits me. It still, like, describes me. But I don't know. I may take the test again just to be sure because I feel like I feel like I'm a healthy combination of the both. So I, I can see both. But yeah, um, I I did did recently change personality types. You still which makes rare. sense. It's been two years, three going on three years. So people change. People do change. So the thing that's like getting me is the fact that you're an introvert. Yes, we need to have that discussion. As, are you as discussed two years ago. Nashia <laughs> is very outgoing. She does the announcements for our church. She's very warm and very friendly when she meets new people. So when I heard even the first time that she was an introvert, I was like, okay, th- these are these are lies. So you it's a facade. you are an I introvert. <laughs> it's a facade. I love spending time alone. I love spending time with my dog. I love being away from large groups of people and things. Um, I do like, like, it's because I can, I can be very sociable if I want to be and if I need to be um, in the environment that I'm in, Right. but I am perfectly okay with not being like the exact opposite, very quiet, reserved, alone. I think I've just never seen the side of you. <laughs> the most we ever interacted was in church with the youth group and Nishia was the one in charge. Like that. <laughs> Tyler was actually in charge, but it was Tyler. And then if Tyler was not there, Nishia ran the youth group. So I was like, okay, this girl is an extrovert. And you're so like, funny to see. Like, no, I'm an INFJ. I'm the rarest one. And I was like, oh my. <laughs> what are these lies? These are lies. You are I, so funny. I can well, see. I can. I, I, INFJ I, does actually really, it does suit you. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like reading it over. I was like, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Only because I know so much about it. I've read so much about it. So one of the questions I have, personalities actually can change. And what do you think makes them change over time? Because I think so many people, especially in our generation, get locked into one personality type or they're like, um, like I'm an, I'm an introvert. So I don't really, I don't really talk to, I've seen lots of social introverts you know, or I'm an extrovert means I never want to be alone. It's not necessarily what that means. So what do you think makes personality types change over time? Or what did you think make yours change? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just like maturity and like growing as people and being exposed to different like environments and situations and people and kind of learning yourself. Because I mean, 2020, I it was my first year in, um, like in college. So I had just graduated high school, and then the pandemic was going on. So I feel like since then, I've had time to like be in different environments, meet different people, put myself in different situations that I'd never experienced before, and it allowed me to realize, like, you know, a little bit more about myself, a little bit more about how I interact with people. 
um, how I interact in different sort of situations that I just didn't have the ability to because I was a literal child. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like it's a healthy thing to kind of reassess like your personality, because I think you change over time. Like I'm taking, I'm in a New Testament studies class. And one of the things that we're going over is um, the character of Jesus in the gospels Mm -hmm. and, you know, how it was um, discussed or how it was written and how it was told in the oral stories. And the one thing that they said, especially about like any ancient biographies that were happening Um, during that Greco-Roman time period that Jesus was alive, it was a very consistent, unmoving character analysis. So whatever character traits you displayed as a child, like you kept that in adulthood, they didn't even consider the possibility that people could change, which in Jesus's case, that is true. I mean, he has a consistent character, which we love (laughs) Mm -hmm. and appreciate. But I feel like I I appreciate now in like modern society, we realize that character does change and you do develop over time. So um, yeah, I I just, like I said, life experience, different situations as you grow. I could assume though that, and I would love to get your opinion on it. Like I would assume as you get older, like maybe as you get older, more settled, like in your forties, fifties, your personality probably won't change as much. But I feel like, teens to 20s even going into like your early to mid 30s it's definitely a hundred percent it makes sense that it, it will change what do you think I agree like the personality you were in high school okay high school you're in an environment with people for most people are in high school for four years I say most people because unless you like me I was at the same school literally since I was five yeah so I my I think your environment does influence a lot of how your personality changes and how comfortable you are in that environment. Like when yeah. I was in high school, when I first started high school, I was very like outgoing, but at the same time I would come home and like cry because I was like I'm so drained because I have to be around people like all the time. And I would like I was like, I don't feel like myself, like I'm not really an extrovert, which wasn't true. Like I was a student leader in high school. So I was like president of my class. So I kind of like had to be, you know, outgoing and warm and personable. And then it made sense why I would come home and feel drained because in high school, I was an introvert according to that test. Um, But at some point I'm going to be like transparent. I made excuses for my personality. So I was like, well, I'm an introvert. I don't really, I don't like people. I, I remember one time I said that I was, it was, I was young, 15 or 16. I, I don't like people. That's not what being an introvert means, you know, and you shouldn't use something you got off of a website as a reason to not have like good people skills. Um, yeah. But like I said, I was young and that's why I can say from experience to not let a test you take on the internet dictate your personality. So once I found out I was an introvert, I did feel some relief. Um, But honestly, I let that mindset carry me into college. Like up until the first two years of college, I was just very like reclusive. I didn't really know a lot of people. Um, That really wasn't the, my environment. It was the mindset I took into my environment 
of not like just in letting I can't say it any other way than letting something I read on the internet influence my behavior. Yeah. And then the more I got into music and the more I started kind of opening up a little bit more, being in choir, accompanying people. Um, I Like last year, I took the test and my INFP had switched to ENFP. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is like, wow. Like, I didn't know. And so there was nothing in me that indicated that I had switched to an extroverted personality. But um, if you take the test like on 16 personalities, you can see that it'll like measure based on your answers, not really saying how accurate it is, because I know someone on there will say, <laughs> you shouldn't look at the percentages. It's not, that <laughs> it's not that deep period. But according to, according to the test, um, when I took it last March, I was 46% introverted and 53% extroverted. And I was like, okay, this makes sense because sometimes I really, really want to be around people. And I was telling a friend, one of the interesting things about pianists is that, at least in my experience, we have to kind of, I had to train myself to be social because we practice like for hours a day alone. Pianists do everything alone. We perform alone. We practice alone. But the only time you really perform with other people is if you're in a choir or if you're accompanying other people. But like I had to make myself think, okay, be around people, like make a point to not just be um, like just always by yourself. But yeah. Yourself when you practice, yes, because you need to get your practice in. But just not like the my default mindset was, oh, I'll just do it myself. Oh, I'll just do it myself. Oh, I'll just do it myself. Um, but the test made sense. And I do think your environment, kind of being around more like-minded people, it can bring out more of your personality. So I think like your environment really does, has the potential to influence your personality traits. Um, that's my opinion. But Yeah, I want to kind of circle back to something that you said. So you said that when when you were in like high school, um, you were being like you you were student a leader, so you always had to like be on, be extroverted, be over the top, all of that great stuff. So, do you think that at the point where you went and you took the test, you were just so socially drained and you were exhausted, and you're like, I am done with people, like I cannot do this. That like your answers were kind of affected by like how you were feeling at the time. So even though, you know, like you might've been like a real extrovert at that time, you were just so exhausted that you wanted to be an introvert. Cause you're like, no, I'm tired of this. I, I would like to be alone and I would like to do this. But now that you got away from that and you had time on your own and you're like realizing like, no, I actually really do enjoy time with people. It's just all about boundaries. I definitely think my, uh, my experience shaped how I answered those questions. That is an excellent question that you did there. Like major props. That's an excellent question. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about that, but that was an interesting 11th grade was an interesting year for me because number one, Wellington was not, and people always mistake me and Wellington for twins, but we're two years apart. But uh, I loved his class. Like, I still see some of those people. And, like, I felt like those were my people. Yeah. But when he left, I mean, like, 
I'm the youngest, so I can tend to be kind of like irresponsible. Like if I don't, when he was at school with me, if I didn't have a pen, oh, just go down the hallway. Hey, you have a pen? Hey, can I borrow your jacket? And then I remember when he graduated, it was like, honestly, it was like the worst thing that had happened to me up until that point. <laughs> the world was ending. Like I cried that whole day. I was like, me and Wellington are never going to be in school together and all this. <laughs> and so I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to do everything myself now. I'm going to have to have my own pencils. I'm going to have to have my own pens. I'm going to have to bring my own jacket. I can't ask my classmates, you know, can I borrow their stuff? They're going to get annoyed and rightfully so. And so, that is so when, funny. <laughs> when class left, I was very, I, I noticed I went into my shell and a lot of things happened. Some other things happened during that time that made me kind of, um, withdraw, you know, and kind of isolate myself, which was not healthy and it was not good. I lost a lot of people skills during that time. You know, like yeah. just being transparent. I don't think you can really help other people without saying what what you've learned from. Um, yeah. I let I was young, but I let a lot of the things I was experiencing around that time period uh, make me kind of like a cold, unfriendly, bitter person. And I carried those habits for a long time. And so, when I took the test, I took the test when I was eleventh grade was. 11th grade ended kind of not good for me. Um, and then 12th grade wasn't that great either. But during that time where I was isolating and withdrawing a lot, I do believe my experience was influencing how I um, answer those questions. So for example, if there was a question that said, um, how do you recharge on the weekends? Do you recharge sitting alone, reading a book or going out with friends. <laughs> well, I wasn't <laughs> friends at that point. So I was like, uh-uh, definitely not hanging out with friends. Because I'm not going to be doing that one. <laughs> I'm afraid I would have said, yeah, hanging out with friends. Now I would say, yes, hanging out with friends, going to coffee with a friend. Um, but what I was allowing myself to kind of wallow in during that time definitely in influenced the questions. What about you? When you, the times you've taken the test, have your experiences, recent experiences, kind of influenced how you answered those questions? Um, I think possibly. I, I mean, yeah, possibly. Um, I feel like the the only one that changed was I went to become like uh, the P. So I went from judging to perspective or um, prospecting. Uh -huh. And I feel like maybe it just means I have more like hope and optimism. I don't really know why I, I, <laughs> I can't, I can see this. This makes a lot of sense, honestly. Maybe. And maybe it's because I've gotten older and I've gone through, I, I guess, cause I, honestly at that time, like, I don't know. I was really like not excited about college and I feel like now I'm excited about graduating and I've been traveling I feel like the world has opened up a lot of possibilities for me recently so maybe that's the reason why that it, it that it that it did change the way that it changed but I don't know I just kind of thought about that I feel like I feel like since we're going through so many changes especially as like young people like sometimes we're just like forced into situations or to be the people 
that the environment around us like calls for us to be kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and it's just once we get out of that and it can take some time we kind of just kind of settle into who we really are and we're allowed to kind of thrive in that in that way so yeah I I definitely think think it changes and that's why I also think that as you get older you won't change as much so I don't know I'd probably say take it again and like a couple years maybe if that and I bet your personality would be set after that but I'm not saying that's fact because <laughs> I'm not an expert but it can it'd be a it cool can thing to look change. at yeah. yeah it can't always change so I'm curious when you found out that you were INFP so the strengths here so I'm on 16 personalities website looking at it so according to the site some of your strengths are empathetic generous, open-minded, creative, passionate, and idealistic. So would you agree with the website based on how you know yourself or would you disagree? Um, I definitely think I would agree in some areas and then some I, I wouldn't. Or And I feel like that's the thing with everything, you know? Um, although, I don't know, because I'm also looking at the website and it's like, it's saying that, you know, these personalities are known for their sensitivity. And I, would you consider me a sensitive person? Because I, I would not consider myself a sensitive person. I like, I do not private, see that. I feel like me. in private, you are a sensitive person. I feel like that's a side of yourself you don't show to the world. I, you know what? I can agree with that. You know, I, I can second that. But that's it. And maybe that's what these tests are for. Because I'm like, I, maybe I am secretly sensitive. And I just don't let anyone see that ever. Right. Um. And that's what these tests are kind of for. So I guess so. And then also it's like um, idealistic and empathetic. I feel like I am definitely an empathetic person. Um, the most, I feel like. Really? Um, I think the most for you is passionate. I feel like that would honestly be your top one. You're very. I feel like that would be my least. That would be really? the least accurate. I feel like I am the least passionate person I know. As awful as that sounds. That doesn't sound awful. I'm just shocked. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I think when you really care about something, you go deep into it. But like that could change based on your interests. I feel like I agree with that. But I feel like for me, I just don't not. Okay, well, that was gonna sound really bad. I don't have a lot of things that I care deeply about in the sense of like, I want to invest a lot of like time and effort and energy into like researching it and growing it. I could think of like maybe like one thing. Right. And that's it. And that's why I feel like it's the least. Now, I will say whenever I am like invested in something, however long it lasts, I go like overboard on it. But it's rare that it happens. So that's why I feel like that would be my least. Um, That makes sense. But yeah, what about you? Do you feel like you now match? I know that yours is pretty consistent. You just went from an extrovert to an introvert. Mm -hmm. Do you think that character is more um, consistent with you now? (laughs) It depends on who you ask. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on who you ask, really. Uh, To myself, yes. I don't take the... I don't really let websites define my personality traits anymore because I don't really, the website does not know me, first of all. 
Like, I don't even fully know myself. The only one that really knows us is God. Um, But I do think personality tests can be used to, they're not the Bible, but they can be used to kind of use those tools we've been given by God even better. Um, There's a couple of things that they do say on the website, like curious, um, very, I am very curious about the things I'm interested in. Um, I'm curious about the people around me. Uh, perceptive. Yes. I notice things. You are, you are. I notice things to a creepy extent, which is why sometimes in an environment, I'm so quiet. It's not because I'm not enjoying myself or I'm not wanting to participate. I'm there's so much going on. I'm processing. And I'm like, not everybody else is processing with me. I'm missing a lot of stuff right now. Like, but I was like, this could just be me. Um, Honestly, some of that does come from growing up as a PK. I was very attuned to people's spirits. I've learned to, uh, when I say their spirit, I mean like their vibe, their energy, their mood. I've learned through a lot of different experiences to kind of watch that. So I can kind of tell when something's up. Um, I have, yeah. So, I mean, enthusiastic. I am, I mean, I'm doing what I love. So I think naturally that comes out. If I was in a different major, I don't think I would be. Um, Yeah. For the most part, yes. For the most part, I would say one of the weaknesses they say is restless. I am very restless, but I don't necessarily see that as a weakness. Sort of see mm. that as a, I don't know. As like a strength or just? Yeah, I do get bored really, really quickly. My friends will tell you, I, I'm, I'm in between like six or seven different TV shows <laughs> based on so- what friend it is. And they're like, they have the ability to just focus and binge on one show. I cannot do that. I can't. It's max two episodes for me. And then I've, I've got to go to something else. <laughs> me. Overall, the website is accurate. Like I said, use personality test is like a guide. They're not the Bible, you know. But for someone who doesn't really know themselves or like, I don't know who I am right now. And be careful about trying to like. Spend all your time knowing yourself. Sometimes you need to just kind of turn off your brain and just experience. But for someone who's not sure, like who never took a personality test, I do think it can be helpful. But you shouldn't like lock in what this website says as how you act in the world. Um, so that leads me to another another question. What are some ways you think people let their personality type or the personality type they get on a test kind of make excuses for their behavior or kind of get locked into one way of acting. Yeah. I mean, I, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how you answered the question earlier where it's just like, you know, you were, you, you got the result that you were an introvert and it was like, Oh, I don't really like people. I don't really hang out around people because that's what, you know, the test kind of told me. I feel like that's something that we all kind of do. It's just like, but I feel like it's with everything, like personality tests, 
star signs, all anything that the internet will tell you that you are because of X, Y, Z, like people take it to gospel. And I feel like any sort of test that you do or any sort of like analysis of who you are as a person done on like a generic like 16 question like website Mm -hmm. is not going to be like gospel and it's not going to fully encompass everything that you um represent or everything or everyone like everything you are as a person and so um I feel like it's important to realize like I, I think we all do it it's just like people are like, oh, I, I do this because I'm a Virgo, or I do this, I, I, I act like this because I'm a Sagittarius, like I'm introverted because I'm a XYZ, I don't really know any other <laughs> star signs, but people like directly link, and I'm like, you are not introverted because you were born in August, like there's no, yeah, it's, it, that's not, the stars do not make you like who you are, like it's, <laughs> that's not what's really happening, and so I feel like I think we all use it as an excuse and, and and I don't know, like maybe it's a joke. I think it's sometimes like a funny joke, but I feel like it just gets dangerous whenever people are like, no, like this behavior is directly related to this. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's just who you are as a person. And I feel like instead of like, like instead of relying heavily on, well, the personality thing tells me like I'm an introvert. So I'm going to be an introvert. I'm not going to be around people or the personality thing told me that I was um you know judging so that's what I'm gonna be like you should take time to like kind of reflect on why that is like why did you answer the questions that you answered and then is it healthy like were those healthy answers were those healthy situations that got you to where you are like is anything can be improved do you have any sort of trauma that you need to talk out right um but yeah I feel like people keep it really surface level and they think way too deeply and put way too much power on whatever those those sites say I agree there's situations where you have to it's kind of like there's a verse the apostle Paul says where he says I become all things to all people something like that I heard that a lot growing up yeah like teachers for example I've met so many teachers who are introverted when you get in front of a classroom (laughs) how you know, unsmart would it be for a teacher to say, oh, well, I don't really like people. Yeah. Because the web. (laughs) That's an extreme case, but there's some situations where you get into where you're like, okay, that like, for example, I worked a summer camp. Okay. Um, when I first got there, I was way out of my comfort zone. Way, way, way. I was like, whoa, this is, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm, Whoa, I just wasn't expecting it. Okay. So it was lots of high energy, lots of, lots of fun, you know, and when I say extroverts, I mean, like, if they had taken the test 90 100% extrovert, like no introvert. Um, That was new for me. You know, music is not that high energy. It's it's energy, but it's not, you know, teenager energy. Yeah. When you're around those kids, when you're needing to get, you know, the crowd hype, that's not the time to say, I'm an introvert. I don't do this. You know, <laughs> it was like I said, I'm being extreme. Um, because even though I had an awareness that I was an extrovert, there was still a lot of me and there still is a lot of me that that needs to withdraw. 
Okay, well, that's what the weekends are for. That's what nighttime is for. But when you need to get people excited and when you need to hype up a crowd or when you need to uh, reach out to somebody you see sitting by themselves or anything, that's not the time to just let, oh, well, this isn't what I do. You know what I mean? It's like, that's where you have to have maturity and be like, this isn't what I do, but in this moment, this is what I need to become, you know? And so, so much of what we're told is be yourself, do you. Yes, to a certain extent, like be who God created you to be. I kind of like that a little bit better. You know, be who God created you to be. Don't just like have an idea of who he created you to be. Don't kind of lose your identity in every crowd you're in. But at the same time, like bend. That was one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn is bend to people's personality, bend to the situation. You know, you still inside know who you are, but, you know, be flexible, adapt. So I think just as long, personality types are a great guide, but as long as you have the ability to bend and adapt, you'll be able to take what they say in a healthy way and not, you know, that's something you read on the internet, determine how you act <laughs> in situation. Um, yes. This is my opinion. Um, so the last question I have is how do you think your personality type or your personality traits affect your relationships with other people? Um, I feel like my personality traits... I mean, I don't know. It's it's crazy because I feel like, again, like you said, like people don't believe I'm an introvert. Not at all. They think that I'm an extrovert. No. <laughs> and so I feel like <laughs> I love spending time by myself. Love it, love it, love it. Can't get enough of it. Um, I feel like that a lot of people like that I'm friends with, like, don't understand that not in a bad way but it's like I am constantly around people and hanging out with people which I love because I do love my friends but I also it's kind of hard because I'm like on one end I'm like yes like if I don't have anything else to do like I will hang out with you even if I do even if I do um would or even if I would rather be alone at that time like I will still go and hang out because I mean I love my friends I, I would love to but it gets to a point where I'm just like I never have any time for myself and then I get really overwhelmed and my social battery is just like in the negatives at that point mm-hmm. and then I just become a completely different person and yeah. it's not great Um, and then on the other hand, like, that's just like for like a friend or social environment, but like, especially at work, like for my job, like what I'm doing now, like networking is super important, but it's hard because I am introverted and I get really scared and anxious, like interacting with new people. Um, and so I'm like networking, yes, is important, but it's hard. And so I'll have to like, kind of overly exaggerate, like, being friendly and sociable because I'm like, if it were up to me, I would literally never talk to you. Not because I don't want to, but because I, I just don't want, I just can't. Um, so yeah, it's just really hard to kind of navigate those environments. And I feel like a lot of the times I have to act in a way that I wouldn't want to, like you said, to kind of like bend to the personalities and bend to the people around me, which isn't, 
an awful thing all the time or as sometimes, but if you do it all the time, it can get really exhausting. It's not healthy too. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How do you feel like your personality um, traits affect the way that you interact with people around you? One of the interesting things that the description of like an ENFP says is that you love to make one-on-one connections with people. Um, that is true. I do, you know, do love one-on-one connections with people. I do love connecting with people. I think it's just not good to just be good at what you do. You also have to be good at people too. That's, I think it just makes life easier. Um, I value relationships. Like I said, I went through some things that made me withdraw like years ago. Um, so I kind of stopped placing a value on people and I was like, okay, I'm not going to trust anyone. And you know, you're young. So you learn, you go through those things. Everybody goes through those phases, but the good thing is that you come out of it and see the value in people. Um, I, I would say, I mean, yeah, I I value relationships. That's the main thing. Like, I'm not going to say anything specific from any of the different websites, but, you know, not all the time do I want to be around people, but it is good to connect with the people around you because you learn so much just by asking someone like, hey, how's your day going? Or like, you know, what are you reading lately? Like, just even simple, like small talk. So I think one of the biggest things that the test did get accurate is I I do value friendship and relationships. So it's good for good, (laughs) good general knowledge. So it is. And I feel like it's just important to know, like, it's important to know, like, just in, in kind of like a closing, it's important to know, like, your personality and like, who you are and how you express yourself um kind of to navigate really any environment you find yourself in whether that's like friendships you know relation like romantic relationships like work you know relationships and situations like um it's important to know kind of like your personality because it it really you know lets you know how you interact with people and the reason why and then it's you know healthy to let other people know and it's healthy to like know yourself so you can tell other people so that way other people know how to interact with you in the way that you need um and so yeah I think it's kind of a healthy healthy thing to keep up with it same thing like personality types like love languages like all of those things are just really important to know and it's, it's good conversation to have and doesn't have to be anything deep like people love as we saw last time, people get really, really hyped <laughs> over it. And it's really not that deep. It's just being aware. Yeah. And we're not, no one's, you know, it's not about being an expert. It's not like saying like, this is gospel. It's about, you know, this is this is how I answer the questions. This is how I feel. This is what it it means, or this is a good idea of what that may mean. And that kind of just helps yourself. And it, it kind of helps other people interact with. I agree. Uh, great conversation starter. Great way to understand your friends. Um, even at church, one of the main things we're going through this year that um, our pastor's talking about is uh, togetherness and a sense of community. 
So it's not good to just only know yourself. It's good to also know the people around you. It just makes life way more interesting. You learn more and you're able to just kind of understand the people around you better. So for anyone who's interested, unless you already have done it, or if you have done it, take it again and see if maybe it's changed, but answer the questions truthfully, <laughs> not, <laughs> not like how you want yourself to be, because it won't be accurate. Um, but take the 16 personalities test, uh, you know, record your answers, record what your type is, and then maybe even take it with your friends and see, and, you know, it's just a great tool to get to know yourself and people a little bit better. But at the end of it all, uh, just remember that personality types are not an exact science and they're not an excuse for good. They're not an excuse for overly good behavior or overly bad behavior. You know, they're just a guide. And at the end of the day, the only opinion that really matters is, um, God first, and then making sure that we're just doing right by the people around us. So, yes, exactly that. Yes. So this has been a fun little chat, and I'm excited to hear that your personality has changed. So personalities do change. <laughs> Both of ours have changed. So for any of you guys that remember that previous episode, take the test again and see how yours has changed and how you can learn more about yourself and other people. Yes, and we need to we need to do this like every couple years until our personalities stop changing. <laughs> <laughs> Which will probably be never. <laughs> yeah. But it was always fun chatting with you, Nishia, and always fun having the chance to spend more time with our listeners. So if you're on social media, go ahead and follow at Becoming Her Pod and also follow us on Facebook. Follow our personal Instagrams and we would love to just get to know you guys better. Yes, thank you guys so much. And until next time... Bye. Bye.